I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, so let me just start off by saying something extremely important. Number one, you need to listen to what I'm about to tell you because there's a very good chance that the Democrats now have the votes needed to ban assault weapons, quote-unquote, in the Senate. There has been some leaks that have come out from some Senate members who now say they are extremely worried that the votes are there for gun control measures that would ban, quote, assault weapons to actually happen. Please make sure that you grab our podcast and share it with your family and friends because we are going to have to make a lot of noise to stop this from what I've been told. All right, quickly, I also want to say thank you to our sponsor. Without them, this podcast wouldn't exist. And Legacy Precious Metals is wanting to help you diversify your financial portfolio. If you've been freaking out over what's happening with your IRA, with your 401k, with your investments on Wall Street, the question is, did you invest in gold or silver? Did you diversify your investments so that there is a hedge with your portfolio for inflation? Well, that's exactly what gold and silver has done for so many. It is a hedge to protect when it comes to inflation. Right now is actually a great time for you to protect your investments with gold and silver. No, you didn't miss the opportunity. No, it's not too late. So call and get the investor's guide from the company that not only do I use, but I also trust. Online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. You can also call them and get the investor's guide for free. 1-866-751-2218. 2218. Now, this started to break Sunday morning. 
when Republican Senator Pat Toomey went on TV and said something that uh, started to make massive waves through the inner workings of Washington, D.C. That is when my phone started blowing up. I knew that there was some legitimacy to this when I started getting phone calls from people in the gun industry, including those with advocacy groups who are asking me what I've been what I've been hearing from different senators and congressmen that I'm close to. I then started making phone calls. Many of them were shocked at how quickly apparently some Republicans have started to cave on this issue of gun control because they believe now that your Second Amendment right is not absolute, which is one of the talking points that Joe Biden has been using over and over again when we had this mass shooting in Texas and also the one in Buffalo. He has lied to the American people, saying, for example, you couldn't own a cannon when the Second Amendment was written. That is also a lie, a lie that the fact checkers have checked, and he keeps telling that lie. Then he went a step further this week, and many people are scratching their heads and asking themselves this important question. Why did Joe Biden start attacking 9-millimeter weapons? He said that a 9-millimeter would, quote, blow your lungs out of your body if you're shot with it. That's a lie. It is because apparently they had been doing some vote counting in D.C., and they realize that they have possibly as many as half of the Republicans in the Senate that are willing to work with the Democrats on gun control. Now, you may not realize how these votes work, so I'm going to get down into the minutia, and I will say it again. Please share our podcast with your family and friends because this is when you need to get loud. This is when you need to be calling your congressman and your senator. Do not take them for granted if they have an R next to their name. What has happened so far is there apparently has not been any, uh, basically, um, advocacy going on in Washington for the Second Amendment, for, for, for the right to bear arms. They now believe that the, the support of the Second Amendment is wavering when it comes to, quote, assault weapons and AR-15s. Now, Senator Toomey went on Face the Nation and really, in a way, I think, kind of grandstand. He started a grandstand because he said, in his words, I'm going to give you this exact sentence, and listen, because Pat Toomey is a guy, he's not like an AOC, okay? He's not a, he, a flamethrower type of guy, okay? He's not a Donald Trump. He's not going to go out there and really talk smack. He doesn't do that. It's not his style. So when a Pat Toomey said something like this, uh, you need to pay great attention to what he's actually saying. And what he said was, quote, my hope is we'll get half of the Senate Republicans to vote for a gun deal. Now, they're not calling it gun control. They're calling it a gun deal. Now, Senator Pat Toomey, who is a Republican from Pennsylvania, apparently started with older, quote, statesmen in his statement in the Senate and wanted to talk to people that may not run for re-election. He says he does believe now that at least half of his Republican colleagues in the Senate would vote for a gun package he's currently negotiating with the Democrats. Now, that's the other part that needs to be sending up red flags to all of you. Why are the Republicans even negotiating on a gun package? 
Now, I'm going to take you back to the House. We were just talking about the Senate, and this is connecting those dots. Earlier this week, uh, the, the, there was gun legislation that was brought up and pushed in the House. And Representative Squalwell, a hardcore lefty, who is a leader of the anti-gun movement of the younger generation, the House of Representatives, was pretty blunt about what he thought about AR-15s. He's now saying and using this, and this is going to be, I think, the talking point you're going to see from all Democrats across the board, and that is this. We are a country of unrestricted weaponry. I've heard that line for the last 72 hours from Democrats all over the country, some of them running for election, some of them not. On TV and in different things, they are going to keep saying this phrase. We are, quote, a country of unrestricted weaponry. They also are going to say that we've debunked the idea that good guys with a gun stop the bad guys with a gun. In fact, they're making the argument that even our police, who are the good guys with a gun, cannot stop the bad guys with the guns. And they say, here's why. Because we've allowed the bad guys to buy these horrible weapons, these AR-15s, these AK-47s. We've allowed them to buy them. And now they're outgunning our police. So this is their closing argument to the American people. These weapons of war... Are, need to be restricted because we're a country of unrestricted weaponry, and that's why crime's out of control in this country. Forget the fact they're the ones that actually move to defund the police. If you want to know why crime is out of control in this country, and especially in liberal states and liberal cities, it is because liberals have defunded the police. They have decided to not prosecute people for crimes. They've done what they refer to as bail reform and prison reform, where they want to let out as many people as they possibly can from actually going to jail. And Representative Swalwell was making really the opening argument for this bill in the Senate. And here is what he had to say. Now, you're going to disagree if you're a conservative that understands the Constitution. If you understand the Second Amendment, you are going to want to yell at the audio I'm about to play for you. Don't do that. I want you to listen to his argument so that you understand how to fight back against it. And I also want you to listen to how he talks about this legislation. The reason why I say that is because you wouldn't be making the speech that Representative Swalwell is making unless you were really close on the votes you need to pass a massive gun control bill in the United States Congress. That includes the House and the Senate. Listen to Swalwell and his logic. What we have come to see across America is that our law enforcement are just outgunned. We're a country of unrestricted weaponry that continues to put the most dangerous weapons in the hands of the most dangerous people. So we could hire 100,000 retired police officers, but if we are a country that has over 100 million assault rifles, they're just outgunned. And that's what we saw in Ovalde and tragically in 2016 in Dallas, Texas, five brave police officers, SWAT trained police officers were murdered by a killer with an assault rifle. So I think we've debunked the idea that the answer to a killer with an assault rifle is to have more quote unquote good guys with guns. The good guys with guns are outgunned by the bad guys that we've given guns in our country. That is the closing argument for the Democrats on why we should ban these firearms. 
This is the game plan for how to take away your right to protect and defend your family. You just heard it. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You now know what the mindset is of the house with Representative Squalwell saying that we are, quote, a country of unrestricted weaponry, and we, and these are his words, and we've debunked the idea of good guys with guns stop bad guys with guns. He says that the police are outgunned. He says that you are outgunned. It's because we gave them these guns. 
Those are his words. And he said, look, look at what we saw in Uvalde. And tragically, in 2016 in Dallas, Texas, quote, five brave police officers, SWAT-trained police officers, were murdered by a killer with an assault rifle. So I think we have debunked the idea that the answer to a killer with an assault rifle is to have more, quote, unquote, good guys with guns. The good guys with guns are outgunned by the bad guys, and we've given guns, we've given them the guns in this country, in our country. So the votes are there in the House. That's what I think you're hearing. And I don't think Swalwell would be making these statements without him doing the vote count. And I've been told now by two different senators tonight when I sent messages that they said if the vote was tonight, they do believe in the Senate they have the votes to pass gun control. Did you hear me? And this is because we've not been loud enough and we've not been calling our Republican congressmen and senators. Democrats cannot do this without us. When I say us, they cannot do it without the Republican Party. They cannot do it without the Republican rhinos. They cannot do it without the swamp. Okay? Understand that. Which brings me to the Senate and the Republican Senator Pat Toomey. Listen carefully to what he said on Face the Nation. Now, why did he put this out there? Because he's trying to see what the pushback will be. And, and when I say pushback, it's not for him. It's for his Republican colleagues as he's counting. You know, there's a lot of them that are saying to him, hey, I, I, I'm kind of moving forward with this. Hey, I probably would vote for it, but I, I want to see some polling. I want to see if there is outrage. I want to see if people will totally come after me, reject me, and, and be angry with me, right? That's what, that's what he's saying. So Pat Toomey's like, I got this. I'll go on TV I'll tell people that half the Republicans are looking like they're going to do this with me, and then you guys see what your phone calls look like all next week. How much of your base you're going to lose. So, I'm going to play for you. Now, again, listen to this. I, I tell people, don't be angry. Don't roll your eyes. Okay, don't go, give me a break, Pat Toomey, you suck. Listen to his logic and what he's saying, because you're going to learn... We need to actually listen to their arguments so we know how to beat them. We turn now to the Pennsylvania Republican Senator, Pat Toomey. He is one of the senators involved in bipartisan efforts to reduce. By the way, that's the number one lie that you have to understand about what scares the hell out of me with Pat Toomey and these other Republicans. They say they're on this bipartisan panel to reduce gun violence. That is a lie. This is not about reducing gun violence. This is about gun control. And they're wrapping it in a package that they can describe as, oh, no, no, no. This is not us going for gun control. This is us going for, quote, reducing gun violence. Two totally different things, right? That's how they're going to sell this. And the media is helping them do it. That's why she introduced it that way. Listen to this is a Republican, Senator Pat Toomey. Listen to what he's saying working with the Democrats. Senator, welcome. Good morning, Margaret. The numbers are pretty staggering here. There have been 239 mass shootings in 2022, according to the Gun Violence Archive, which is a nonprofit that tracks these. Overnight, there was one in Philadelphia. Three people killed, 14 injured using a semi-automatic weapon. What has happened to the American people that has taken violence to this level? 
Yeah, well, it's a, it's a complex uh, and multifaceted problem, as you know, Margaret, in, in some cases. Um, you know, criminality in our big cities has escalated enormously. There's a lot of factors contributing to that. In some cases, it's district attorneys who think their job is to make sure no one goes to jail. Uh, that's a problem. And then, of course, we have these, these horrific, sensational massacres where a, a young man clearly has just gone completely off the rails and is deranged. And, and that's a very different set of circumstances. So it's a, it's a big, complicated problem. By, by the way, you notice how he did not talk about gun control there, right? Look at this. It's about reducing gun violence. That's how we masquerade this. That's how we sign you up to buy into this. This is how we pull on the heartstrings of conservative women specifically and mothers. And that's what they're betting on here is that they can get enough conservative women to break with their husbands or their old school hunting families and say, look, I support a Republican who gets rid of, quote, these assault weapons because I'm in favor of saving lives. The marketing of this is absolutely brilliant. And that's why Pat Toomey is leading the way on this. He's marketing this. And it's extremely smart marketing because the entire first statement there was not about guns, right? It's about saving lives. So let's move to the second part of the conversation. Question number two. Um, And most attempts to try to create any kind of solution have stopped, but Democrats and Republicans, we just mentioned, are negotiating right now to get something. Um, Democrats need 10 Republican votes. You're one of six Republicans working with Senator Chris Murphy. He said today that you all are writing this legislation right now. It will not ban assault weapons. It will not have comprehensive background checks as part of it. Is your proposal to expand background checks still in it? Now, notice what she just said there and understand it. Well, we were being told that you're doing this bill without background checks in there and without assault weapons bans in there. Okay, so immediately you should take a big, deep breath, right? And say, oh, everything's going to be fine. No, you shouldn't. And the reason why you shouldn't is because you're about to understand how they're going to lie to you until the very last moment. Listen to the response from this Republican Senator, Pat Toomey. Well, I certainly hope we're going to have uh, an expansion of background checks. You know, Senator Manchin and I have been working on this for a long time, and we've tried to establish that at least for commercial sales of firearms, there ought to be a background check. So sales at gun shows, sales that are advertised over the Internet. I don't know that we'll get... uh, exactly what Senator Manchin and I developed some years ago. It'd probably be something different than that, and that's fine. There are a number of mechanisms you could use to expand background checks, but I just think it makes sense. We all agree that violent criminals and and deranged, dangerously mentally ill people shouldn't have firearms, so we need a mechanism to increase the likelihood that we'll identify such a person and prevent them from buying a gun legally anyway. So and to, so that's the idea behind expanding background checks. All right, so it's not going to happen, Senator, is it? Well, I certainly hope it does. Okay, so so the first thing that the reporter said was not in the bill is in the bill. When I tell you that if you care about your Second Amendment rights, you need to pay attention and you need to get involved, this is exactly why. I'm warning you. This is me throwing up 
the fireworks, the red flag, the whatever, and telling you, listen, please, you need to call right now. You need to call your congressman. You need to call your senator if they're a Republican. The Democrats are already gone. They're ready to sign this thing, seal it up, deliver it, and go, here you go. Okay, that's their thing. They have no problem with this bill. They've been wanting it for years, and now they're getting close because they're changing the way that you market it. They're changing the way that you sell it. This is how you sell it, folks. And they're finally getting smart enough to realize you don't call it gun control. You call it saving a life. You call it, you know, protection. You don't call it gun control. And then you lie to people about what's in the bill. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes 
to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, Republican Pat Toomey was on Face the Nation. Uh, Pat Toomey, by the way, is a very vanilla guy, okay? I, I, I said this earlier, and I'll say it again. He's not a grandstander. He's not a guy that's out there trying to, you know, you know, get every headline and get into Twitter wars with people, and he's not, he's, that's just not his M.O., but what he's been advocating for for a long time is doing some things on gun control, but he's smart. He doesn't call it that. He calls it about protecting people and, and things. It's very smart. Now, lie number one is about this bill, and Face the Nation set this up brilliantly with the senator. We've been told in this bill that there's not going to be gun control. We've been told in this bill there would not be background checks. Is that still true, Senator? And the senator said, well, we, we certainly hope that there's going to be background check movement in this bill. We certainly hope that that's going to happen. Well, if you're the guy writing the damn bill, then you know that you're going to put it in the bill. You're, that's the reason why he's on TV. That's the reason why he's on Face the Nation, because he is literally the guy. Okay, he's literally the guy. Who is writing the bill or leading the writing of this bill? So the idea you say, well, I certainly hope that, that these measures will be in the bill. Of course they're going to be in the bill. You're the guy doing it. But if they lull you to sleep and you're not paying attention, you're not calling your senator and you're not calling your congressman, this is how this happens. And all of a sudden, before you know it, you're like Canada. Look at Canada. Look at what has happened in Canada. Canada, folks, Canada. This is how quick it happens. They come out, Trudeau comes out after the, the people in Canada stood up to the government for the first time really in my lifetime on vaccine mandates, okay? That's what happened. That's what, what the catalyst was. And they used their 18-wheelers, and they came in, they started treating them like domestic terrorists. Do not forget that. And the people that were helping the truckers and bringing in the diesel to keep their trucks going, they treated them like domestic terrorists. They categorized them and arrested them and seized their cars and their belongings as domestic terrorists, and they realize, holy crap, these people are out of control. They're standing up to us. We are supposed to dictate to them. They're supposed to be our minions. What do we do now? Well, we take away their guns. And they didn't just take away their guns. They took away the right to protect and defend themselves with handguns. You can no longer buy, sell, or transfer a handgun in Canada. That's what Trudeau said. And, and this is in Canada. So if you think that we're like, oh, I don't need to be involved right now, right? Because it's going to be fine. They're not going to. There's no way they'll actually pass this legislation. This is not really going to happen. Well, call your friends in Canada and ask them what just happened to them. I, if you listen to me very often, you know I am not an alarmist. I'm not an activist talk show host. Okay, I'm a commentator. I tell you what's going on, tell you why it's happening. I more analyze it and explain it to you and then come up with a way to fight back or logical ways to undermine their arguments. But I'm usually not on here beating the desk saying, call your senator and congressman, mostly because I think they suck. Mostly because I know in reality they don't listen to us. But on this issue, guns is a third rail. 
And we just had the third rail blown up with, with, with abortion, right? So why not go, all right, you guys going to do this on abortion? Then we'll blow up the third rail on our side, which is part of the logic here. You get enough people in the media beating the drum for enough years as, we're, as we've witnessed. And you get enough of these shootings on TV where you can a- exploit them and never let a, quote, tragedy go to waste, which is what they say. Democrats say that. Then you can finally get enough people around you to say, you know what, screw it, I'm in. You can get that. You can finally get enough people in and around you that they say, all right, I'm in. I'll do it. Why not, right? Like, let's do it. Fine, I'll do it. So let's go to that second part of the question, Senator Toomey. Listen to this from Face the Nation. So to be clear, because you had proposed the Mansion Toomey uh, background check expansion in 2013, 2015, 2019, you're saying what's surviving right now is essentially a watered-down version of that? How is it different? Well, um, this is a moving target, um, if you will. We're, we're still in discussions, and we are still um, trying to figure out exactly what mechanism is going to uh, enable us to get the votes that we would need. Um, so, so I can't be precise about that, Margaret. It hasn't been finally resolved. But something in the space of expanding background checks, uh, I, th- I think, is very well. It certainly is on the table, and and I hope will be part of a final package. Well, we see overwhelming support in our CBS polling for background checks, which is why it's interesting that it's difficult. Um, there it is. There's your there's your your close from her. Well, the American people overwhelmingly support this, advocate for it, and want it. We're behind you, Senator Toomey. We want you to have this, Senator Toomey. We love what you're doing here, Toomey. Don't give up, Senator Toomey. Make stand strong, Toomey. Make sure that you're there, Toomey. We want you to be there, Toomey. We want you to advocate for this, Toomey. We want you to do this, Toomey. We're right here with you, Toomey. Senator, you're doing a great thing. We need you. We here at CBS News in our poll shows overwhelming support. Right? Overwhelming support for this. And we need you to really be there. We need you to, to keep pushing. And we're going to give you the cover that you need to do it. That was the conversation you literally just heard. Right? Like that, that's it, folks. Like that, that's the actual conversation. So she says, let's move on because they're not done. They need your guns, folks. But this isn't about guns. No, this is about this is about saving lives, Bill. There was a Republican congressman in the state of New York. I'm sure you heard about this. Chris Jacobs, uh, he represents the district around Buffalo where there was that awful mass shooting just a few weeks ago. He dropped out of his reelection race um, after seven days after he publicly endorsed a federal assault weapons ban and limits on high capacity magazines. This is what he had to say. We have a problem in our country uh, in in terms of both our our major parties. If you stray from a party position, you are annihilated. For the Republicans, it it became pretty apparent to me over the last week that that issue is gun control, any gun control. Do you agree with him? No, I don't. I think there's a wide range of opinions among elected Republicans, just as there are among Republican voters across the country. In my case, 
I wrote a bill with Senator Manchin and advocated for expanding background checks in 2013, as you pointed out again in 2015. We voted right, but on you it couldn't get enough Republicans to vote I with you to get it passed. I, I, I was I was reelected without a primary challenge, so mm -hmm. I think that that tells you something also. Well, <laughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, my voice. The president himself has campaigned on this idea that he can be a deal bro broker. Does he need to get involved or does the involvement of the president lessen the chances of success here? Yeah, the problem is I think the president might have been a president who would reach across the aisle, try to bring people together, but he's chosen not to take that approach since day one. He has sided with the far left of his party and really not reached out to Republicans. He gave a speech on this topic where he advocated policies that he knows for sure have no chance of passing the Senate, probably couldn't even get 50 votes uh, and hold the Democrats, much less get the 60 we would need. So once again, the president is not being very helpful. I think at the end of the day, this is going to come down to whether we can reach a consensus in the United States Senate. There are intensive discussions underway. It includes people who have not been engaged on this issue in the past. I can't, certainly can't guarantee any outcome, but it feels to me like we are closer than we've been since I've been in the Senate. That last sentence right there. It feels closer than it's ever been since I've been in the Senate. Quote, it includes people who have not been engaged on this issue in the past. I can't certainly guarantee any outcome. But it feels to me like we are closer than we've been since I've been in the Senate. That's a long time, folks. You got to understand, Pat Toomey's been around. He's not a he's not a first term senator. Okay, this is a guy that took office in 2011. It's 2022. He's been elected several times. He was a representative, by the way, back in the 90s in Congress as a as a as a Republican member of the House. So he's been in Washington since 99. So he's been there for 23 years. And when he says, I, this is the closest we've ever been to getting something done like this, he's not lying to you. He's telling you the truth, which means you have an option as an American right now, and you have a decision that you have to make. Are you going to sit on your AWS and do nothing and assume that your Second Amendment rights are going to be okay or are you going to call and get involved with your congressmen or your senators? Because I have been told, again, I rarely text senators that I have numbers, right? They get a million texts, and I just I usually don't do it. But every single one of the Republican senators that I texted this past weekend all said to me, this is the closest the Democrats have ever been to passing an assault weapons ban. And as one senator said to me, Today, if the vote was today, they believe it would pass. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Pat Toomey put it this way, quote, I can't, certainly can't guarantee any outcome, but it feels to me like we are closer than we've been since I've been in the Senate. Now, the question is what Republicans are going to the dark side to take away your freedom and your Second Amendment rights. Well... That question was basically asked. So you can get four other Republicans to stand with you, the six who are negotiating? My hope is we'll get a lot more than that. My hope is we'll, we'll get at least half the Republican conference. Um, you know, that, that's, that should be the goal here. Um, we're going to have to be realistic about what can do that. Um, Senator Murphy alluded to the idea that it's not going to be everything, certainly, that Democrats would like. Um, We'll, we'll see where it ends up. Is there a risk that the Republican Party becomes associated with gun violence 
if you can't get those votes? Um, By the way, I would. I, this is the part where Pat Toomey should have lost it on this interview. Is there a point where the Republican Party is worried that they are tied to gun violence? Like we're advocating. Yes, Republicans are out there every day advocating for people killing people. Are you kidding me? We're the ones that are, man, are, are demanding truth and sentencing on those that commit heinous gun crimes. We're the ones that are demanding that you actually lock people up. We're the ones that are demanding more police. We're the ones that are demanding that these activist DAs that refuse to put anybody in jail for anything, including violent crimes with guns, stop doing that. We are the ones that are demanding all of the things that I just mentioned. Every single one of these things that we, we're the ones that are demanding it. But there you are with a hardcore liberal on TV, on Face the Nation. Well, you worried that the Republican Party is going to be associated with this gun violence in America. Like you're the advocates. You're the ones supporting it, advocating for it, right? That's, that's exactly what's being said here. This is how bad the propaganda is, right? Like this is the propaganda. This is it, folks. This is the ball game for them. This is how you set it up. This is how you do it. And if Toomey was smart, he would say, I reject the premise of your question. How absurd, how dare you say that the Republican Party is the party of death, right? You're the guys that that have been supporting Black Lives Matter and Antifa that have been torching and burning down cities for the last several years. You're the ones that support the Black Lives Matter who chant, what do we want dead cops when we want them now? Pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacons, Right? Death to America, they chant in California. And the Democratic Party at the highest levels, including the president, the vice president, have been advocating, supporting, and telling people to donate to Black Lives Matter. So does Pat Toomey get angry? No. Why? Because he's one of them. Listen. You know, look, I I think the Republicans have been very consistently supporters of Second Second Amendment rights. Um, Republican voters expect Republicans to defend the Second Amendment. Um, I think there is a place to land that's consistent with the Second Amendment, as I've been advocating for expanding background checks. By the way, I think encouraging states to have some kind of red flag laws uh, could make sense as long as there's adequate due process. I think there are school safety provisions. There are mental health issues that we could address. So there are things we could do that would be constructive that are consistent with Republican values, and, and I'm hoping we'll get there. Senator. And I'm hoping we'll get there. Well, guess what? He's saying we're the closest we've ever been. So this is your big warning. This is the big moment. This is where I'm shooting off the fireworks into the night sky trying to get your attention. If you care about your Second Amendment rights, now is the time you make the phone calls. Now this is when you call and you start asking questions of your elected officials and you start saying, where do you stand on this? Because I'm not in favor of gun control. I'm not in favor of of banning our right to bear arms. I'm not in favor of falling into the logic that a, again, the lies that a nine millimeter blows the lungs out of the body, which is what Joe Biden said. But if we don't wake up and we don't pay attention, they're going to win this battle and you're going to wake up one day and you're going to go, holy crap, just like they did in Canada. It just happened in Canada, folks, right? Like this just happened in Canada. It can happen overnight. I'm going to be following this all week. So make sure you grab our podcast and keep listening. 
But it's time for you to call your congressmen and your senators, and it's time to let them know as their constituent where you stand and that your Second Amendment rights are not negotiable and shall not be infringed. Make sure, by the way, that you share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that little forward arrow and text it or put it on social media so other people can hear about this story about how dangerous our open border is. While the media does everything it can to try to shut you down, silence us, and make sure no one knows what's really happening. Also, hit that auto-download or subscribe button so you get this podcast each and every day for free. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.